What's going on, everybody? It's your boy here. Oh, man. Let me tell you. It is Thursday. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And I am not prepared. Actually, you know, I will be, though, because um, I've got plenty of time, you know, with my wife still being stuck in the hospital. I've got plenty of time to be able to come up with something to put together from her and uh, my kids to give to her. You know, I think I'll go and I think I'll go and I'll get a card tonight and I'll have my kids make something, you know, like crafty or whatever. And uh, that way I can give it to her on Friday after I get off from work and hopefully be able to salvage week because like you know like I mentioned she's still in the hospital waiting it out gonna be there for at least two more weeks which sucks but hey what are you gonna do I think it is safe to say that this is probably gonna be the last kid we ever have <laughs> the, way that, the way that this is gone I think maybe three is gonna be the limit for us as far as you know, having our own kids, biological kids. Oh my god. Dude, my kids... Oh, I swear. So, I love them, okay, more than anything. I, you probably... I, I think I've talked about them before here, but I, I love them more than anything. Two girls. And the third one's gonna be a girl. And, oh my gosh. <clears throat> they... I tell people this all the time, and I and people probably think I'm like trying. I'm saying this to get a laugh or whatever. But seriously though, my kids are just ruthless. I mean, when I say I say that they're like basically wild animals, I mean they really are. They're but they are hardly human. And maybe it's the same way for everybody with kids. You know, maybe if you've got like small kids, maybe it's the same way. You know, you got a couple of kids or one kid or no, 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 no. It's got to be more than one. Because I think that if I had my oldest by herself, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Because she's pretty easy to manage on her own. She really is. She's, she, she talks about the way that she feels. And she wants to, you know, she tells you what she wants to do. I want to play with stuff. And, you know, let's do this. And dad, let's do that. And, and everything like that. You know, she's, she's pretty open about everything. You know what I'm saying? Um... The real problem is with the youngest, the two-year-old. She is the one that stirs the pot. So, as you may know, if you've got more than one kid, the younger kid develops faster because of the older kid, if they're close in age. So, like, my girls are only a year and a half apart. So, the younger one develops faster because they're, the older one is so close and already knows so much more. So, like, you know, my two-year-old, she started walking early. She started talking early. She has all of her, you know, fine motor skills early. All that kind of stuff. She just, she picked it up quicker. But, she picked it up at a time that was before when she was supposed to. When she would normally have got it on her own, you know. She picked it up before that. So she doesn't really know the best methods to be able to express herself. So, when I 
so when we're talking to her, when I'm talking to her, when we're doing anything, she doesn't really know how to express herself correctly because she's still technically a baby. I mean, she's two, but she's still technically a baby, but she talks in full sentences. And it's, it's broken, you know, it's broken English, it's not, she's not a perfect, uh, she doesn't have perfect English or, you know, good syntax structure and stuff like that, you know, like my, my almost four-year-old does, but hey, they, she, she gets it, like, she understands, and on the stuff that she doesn't get, on the gaps, that just, she reverts back to being a little, a, a baby, and she just freaks out, she screams, or she throws stuff, and she hits, and then my older kid, they just feed off of each other. And so it can go from zero to a hundred real quick, <laughs> as, as the song goes. To where we can all be sitting on the couch having a good time, you know, uh, like singing songs or, you know, like, you know, maybe they'll be coloring or something. And all of a sudden, we, you know, we've got... I bought one of those big-ass, like, 128-count Crayola boxes because it's got, like, every color in the world and even duplicates of colors because, I mean, there's some, you know, obviously there's not a lot of difference between, you know, some blues and some greens. You know how it is. But, man, if the wrong green gets taken, oh, my God, it, it is just going downhill in a hurry. Everybody's screaming and freaking out and we're fighting over crayons and everything. Oh, my gosh. It's just, it is, it's insane. And so they feed off of each other's chaos. And like I said, they're just, they're barely human. They're, they're going insane. They're fighting each other over everything. And then boom, just, hey, you go, hey, 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 hey. You guys need to calm down. <clears throat> Chill out. Let's move on here. It's going to be okay. You take this color, you take this color, you take this paper, you take this paper. It's going to be all right. And then bam, we're back to normal. Everything's okay. Until the next blow-up, you know what I mean? And it's... Uh, I mean, oh, gosh. They're exhausting because of the eye that you got to keep on them. Because if you miss something... Like, here's one thing my two-year-old loves to do. Is they'll go into their room and play. And so, like, I'll be working on something. Like, you know, we'll, I'll be doing the dishes or... You know, maybe, at least, you know, when my, when my wife was around, when she wasn't in the hospital, maybe she's, maybe she's cooking something, and I'm, like, picking up the living room so that it doesn't look like a tornado hit at this time. So, so we, uh, she's doing that, and then all of a sudden my three-year-old comes to the door, because we've got to, we have, when we put them in their room, we'll shut, we have a baby gate, so we can shut the baby gate and leave their door open. That way, that way their door isn't closed, you know, we can keep an eye on what's going on, and then so my, my three-year-old, the oldest, will come to the door, and she'll go, uh, she'll either yell for me or my wife, you know, mommy, daddy, uh, Joey's naked, and I'll be like, what, and go in there, and sure enough, she's got no shirt on, and she's got a pull-up around her ankles. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you naked? Every time. And so what we actually have had to do now, because this little monster, she just thrives in the chaos. That's just, that's, she is fueled, that's what she is fueled by. That's what, so my three-year-old, she lives, her, she wakes up in the morning, and she just, she eats her pancake, 
and she eats her little uh, she eats her little fruit and veggie pouch thing that we give her and that's what she wants for breakfast every morning and then her entire day is just princesses and unicorns all all day every day my two-year-old wakes up she'll get halfway through her breakfast she'll be mad and throwing shit and it's just she's just fueled by hatred and chaos that is that is just it as she is just fueled by the meanness I don't, I don't I don't know another way to put it I mean it's I've never seen two kids that want to be so much alike because the youngest wants to be like my my three-year-old so bad but and then they just it's they just also hate each other from one second to the next and obviously they don't really hate each other because they don't really know what that means but you know what I'm saying it's just they they just cannot stand each other sometimes and I mean my and the oldest is not innocent all the time you know like if we're in we had to move their car seats so my wife's car has got three row seating and they were both in the very very back so I had taken one middle row seat out both of them were in the very very back and we had that empty space where the where one of the middle row seats was one of the captain's chairs is where we based it was just a storage you know we would put school stuff there on the way back and forth excuse me on the way back and forth from school you know my wife's a teacher and stuff and they have like a daycare at the school she works at and so they'd put school stuff there they'd put coats and you know my my kids don't like wearing shoes in the car so their shoes go there and you know all this other stuff and uh so what my three-year-old loves to do is she likes to stick her feet over in front of or on my two-year-old's car seat. Specifically, what she loves to do is she loves to stick her foot over and put her heel in the cup holder of the youngest car seat. And my youngest daughter hates that. She loses her mind if some if that happens. And my oldest loves to torture her with that because, again... You know, she's a little, so she doesn't 100% know how to control her emotions. So she just flies off the handle, just immediately screaming. And then my my oldest is cracking up because she's able to get a rise out of her like that. And it's just, alright, we're just all living in the chaos now. Let's just, we're all just in the flow. This is, let's, what's, <laughs> she's got her foot over in the cup holder. Alright. Time to go whitewater rafting. Let's see where this takes us. That's basically what it's like all the time. So I actually had to move my three, or uh, I actually had to move my two-year-old to the middle row, the one captain's chair that isn't there anymore. I had to move her over to that, uh, move her up to that to keep my three-year-old from screwing with her. And they still, they still fight somehow. They still figure out a way to complain about each other. It just, it blows my mind, these kids. Oh my god. I, I don't know a third one. Jeez Louise. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a wild time, man. No, no doubt about that. Like I said, I love my kids. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like more than anything. And I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world, but I'm like, oh my gosh. Sometimes you all... It's like no 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 wonder no wonder people take like an hour long 
I'm gonna go get cigarettes break because the chaos is just so real but see I can't do that because my wife's got them you know 30 minutes in the car on the way to work 30 minutes in the car on the way back you know she doesn't get that private time she doesn't get that me time she's just dealing with the screaming all the way there all the way back and then they're wild as shit at home so I can't bail out on her because that's not right that's not fair but at the same time I'm like oh Jesus <clears throat> But it's alright, we're almost out of the woods. We're almost out of the woods. I don't want to wish time away, but they're almost old enough to not be like that. To not quite live in so much chaos. Oh, man. I think that... I think that the plan should be... Like, you either... I was talking to a guy at work about this yesterday. You either need to have kids young... That way you've got the energy to be able to take care of them, which is obviously what me and my wife did. So, you know, I'm 27 and I'm working on my third kid. Getting ready. Hopefully she's, she's going to get rifled out there soon. Um, 27, working on my third kid. So you're either young enough to, to have kids while you still got energy to take care of them, or you have kids later in life after you're established and have hopefully made enough money that somebody else can take care of them. <laughs> you get a nanny. And hey, I will say this though, even even though, man, being a single parent, and I say that with quotations around it because, you know, obviously I still got my wife and, and, I, and I am even getting help right now from other people. You know, I'm getting help from like my mom and my stepdad and uh, my mother-in-law and uh, you know I'm getting help and even even other other uh, teachers that my wife works with have like they're coming in they're picking the girls up in the morning and they're dropping them off for me <clears throat> so I'm not missing work trying to get them back and forth to school because I don't have anybody that can watch them during the daytime if I can't watch them they got to go to school and I mean, I just can't take off work indefinitely to watch my kids, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, what is it? Um, we, uh, I get a lot of help, but man, even, you know, it is what it is being, being the single parent to the level that I am right now. Oh my gosh, dude, it is so underrated. Seriously, it's such an overlooked thing, being a single parent. They, they do not get the props that they should. I mean, God, God bless them, everybody who does it. And, you know, I don't even, I'm, I don't give my parents the credit, really, because when my parents got divorced, I was 11, I was 11 years old. I was already pretty self-sufficient. I relied on them, don't get me wrong, as an 11-year-old, you still need your kids. It's not exactly like I could just go and get a job and fend for myself, you know? But I was 11 years old when my parents got separated. You know, there was no real babysitting with me. And when I was 11 years old, it was it was 04. You know? 16 years ago, the world is not what it is right now. I mean, we were still playing under the rules of, alright, go outside and play and then come home when the streetlights come on. That was what that was still what we were doing. I mean, right now I'm doing it with I'm doing it with toddlers who are 100% dependent on me. 
They do not have a self-sufficient bone in their body. The only thing that they can do is go to the bathroom on their own because we've got like a little potty that we that they can use. The only thing that they can do is go to the bathroom on their own and only one of them can do that. So, you know, it's not a it's not a 100% deal, you know what I'm saying? Uh oh, what does this say? Right lane ends. Okay. It's not a 100% deal. So, it's a hundred percent harder for harder for me to do it than it is for my parents to do it with me. Or if you if you're any kind of a single parent who has older kids, if you're a single parent with young kids, shout out to you. If you're a single parent at all, it's tough. But if you're a parent a single parent with little kids, toddlers under the age of like under the age of ten, oh my gosh, dude, it's so hard. And I think even more so under the age of five. I just think it's a totally overlooked thing. It's one thing I've learned a lot of respect for is the battle that single parents go through. And I'm talking about men and women. Everybody gives props to the single woman for getting out there and getting it done. But the system is it, the system right now as we know it, the welfare system is designed to cater towards single women. And nobody should be a single parent, so it's not like I'm saying, you know, you got it easy. Because it's still hard, but the system is designed to help you out, you know? Everybody looks at me as a single parent, they're just like, ah, he's got it. And I'm like, man, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I'm making this shit up as I go. I didn't know anything about kids until my first one was born. I don't have any experience with kids, I didn't even like kids. And I, and I will tell you one thing, too. I've, you know, you gain, having to do it on your own, you gain so much more respect and so much more appreciation for just having somebody else's presence there that you care about that can help you with it. And so, like, specifically, I mean, like, you know, my wife, I appreciate just her being there just so much more. So much more than I did. I mean, it is, it's just, it's outrageous how much more I needed, I, I need her to, to make it through. Like, it's, it blows my mind. And I'm, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna figure it out. It's not that much longer left in this game. But man, I just, I just miss her even being around for us to do nothing. Just sit on the couch. I miss the dumb shit. So I would say that definitely don't take your partner for granted, because if they're if it's if they're working with you, because in a relationship like this when you're married with kids there is no 50/50. You both got to give it all, give it your all. There's no relationship like that. Nothing is 50/50. It's got to be a hundred and a hundred. Because if you're giving 50/50, that means you're both being half-ass partners, and that's not gonna work. You're gonna end up separated. You both got to give it your all. And if you got somebody like that, do not take that shit for granted. Because if they're gone even for the simplest thing, it's it's tough. It is a pain. But alright, that's really, I don't know. That was, that was just on my mind, on my thoughts. I felt like it was good to get that out there. A lot of people need to hear that because a lot of people don't think about it that way. 
especially the whole 50-50 thing. My dad explained that to me when me and my wife got married, and I just kind of blew it off as a oh, typical, typical my dad, you know, lecturing to me, preaching to me bullshit. But it is, it is very true. I hate to admit it, because me and my dad don't get along about a lot of stuff. Well, we get along a lot better now than we did. We don't get along about a lot of stuff. But man, he was—he fucking nailed that one right on the head. Oh, jeez. All right, guys. Well, <clears throat> I appreciate you as always. You know, I'll take—I'll I'll take whatever you can give me. Any kind of comments, feedback, questions, suggestions. Get, throw them at me. Push them my way. I'll—I'll I'll take it all, and and I'll see what I can do to make myself better. I appreciate you for listening as always. And uh, you already know what it is, guys. Peace.